say, hey, when I'm not catching dubs on Call of Duty with the boys, I'm Odell Brennan Jr. Uh, guys, we have a very special guest this week. We have Will Hunter, who has, I'll, I'll plug your, your newsletter a little bit here. Um, Will produces a newsletter that is absolutely incredible. It is the absolute number one spot to get Michigan State uh, football game breakdowns, film reviews, and uh, just really all-encompassing Michigan State football. So everybody should definitely go check that out. Um, Will, welcome. Hello. Thank you. That is incredibly kind of you. You probably shouldn't lie to your listeners right off the top, though. Just, you know. No, I mean, it, it, like, no jokes. Like, that newsletter, it's amazing. Thank so, you. Thank you. Will, thank you. So, Will, what we do here, in case uh, for the listeners, is we all pick five games um, of our favorite spreads and for the weekend, and then we pick our Burt Bacon Lock of the Week. So, okay. let's, Will, let's see what you got. I, I'm interested to see kind of what angle you take here. Oh, we're just jumping right in. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, didn't, I wasn't sure if we do a roundtable and, like, introduce the 19 people that are in here. I always love doing <laughs> bacon wire stuff because there's so many people. Like, I've got it on gallery view, and it's full. And there's just – I got Sean here with a hat that I can't even see his face. It's wild. Um, okay. So, I'm just on the spot. Okay, perfect. <clears throat> That's how we do it. All right. Um, so I'm just I'm just looking through the games right now, as I told Sean. Uh, I'm not fully prepared. No, I got a few here that I like. Uh, should I start with my like least confidence ones, or go from there? Yeah, start off however you want. Okay. Yeah, work your way to your lock. Okay, work my way to the lock. Okay. Uh, let's start with Clemson. I'm gonna lay 35 points against Florida State, which. I don't know if you if I would have told you guys like 2014 a couple weeks before the Rose Bowl before that game like hey in a few years I'm gonna take Clemson minus 35 against Florida State without sanctions probably wouldn't have believed me um yeah so with Trevor Lawrence missing the last couple of games Notre Dame loss for Clemson style points if you want to look at that angle uh, Dabo is, uh, what's our feeling on Dabo in this group? You can just like, look at me, give me a thumbs up. Are we pro? Or I'm very pro, or pro, pro Dabo. Some pro, Absolutely some no drip. Okay. No drip. I, I, made TikTok. He's got drip. <laughs> yeah, Coach Sweeney's got that drip. Um, Dabo likes to run it up. Dabo likes some style points. Dabo likes to make, uh, teams like Florida state feel incredibly inferior. This thing might be like, 35-3 at halftime, and you'd be like, oh, maybe Florida, the back door's open. No, Clemson's just going to keep going and going. And, and then when they sub out their starting quarterback, they bring in DJU, who is, I don't know, maybe more talented than one of the most talented quarterback prospects we've ever seen. So, yeah, I like Clemson laying five whole touchdowns uh, against Florida State. Did you guys happen to read the thing on Florida State uh, that ESPN came out with, uh, just like the downfall of the program? That was rough. Yeah, if you haven't, go read that. Everyone out there, too. I, it, like, slid by today because, you know, it's 2020 and the entire world is hell. But it's yeah, a really – right. <laughs> Fair enough. If, I mean, if you, if you can read. Um, no, it's a really good look into just how it all went south so fast with FSU. So, yeah, I'm taking the Tigers minus 35 for my first pick. All right. Sorry, I'm used to, like, getting reactions. 
<laughs> Anybody have any thoughts? <laughs> uh, it's a big number. Um, I'm not on the same side of it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. Yeah. Sean, Sean loves a good defensive struggle of a game. So um, Sean he probably has unders. the under there. Yeah, he loves the unders. No, I, I mean, love loves unders. unders. When the numbers say the under is in play. They um, always say they're in play. Yeah, for Sean, they're always in play. Yeah, it, the under, it could be 13 and a half and Oklahoma, Texas, he's thinking about it. <laughs> there, there, there are merits, Sean. I'll give you – there are merits to being in college football, contrarian under better because everybody in college football loves to take overs. Um, how about this? I got your back, Sean. I'm taking an under. Oh. Yes. If I can find it on my friggin' page, where is it? Uh, it's Georgia, Mississippi State. It's 44 and a half, uh, maybe 45 somewhere. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. Mississippi State – Kind of atrocious, kind of just the biggest train wreck in college football right now. Even considering what's going on with uh, U of M, Mississippi State has been an absolute disaster this year. They are one of the worst offenses in all of college football. Georgia has one of the best defenses and not a very good offense themselves. This, this is a 44.5 or 45-point uh, total. Georgia's laying 25. The, the implied total is 35 – or implied score is 35 to 10. I, I don't know. Georgia maybe gets 35. Mississippi State probably isn't getting 10. I feel good, even though it's a super low number. I feel good going under Georgia, Mississippi State. So, Sean, there you go, buddy. Rock on. Love it. I feel uh, good. Who is – sorry, I missed that. Who was that? This is Takes. I feel sad. Oh, oh okay. I like to root for points, Well, I so like why. It's sexy – uh, it's 2020. There's not a lot going on. All I want is touchdowns. Uh, I don't want three yards in a cloud of dust like Sean loves the old Big Ten. Um, I'm with you. So I, I don't like rooting for unders, but I like rooting for money more than I like rooting for overs. So that's just my logic. Did you, did you hear that? Did you hear that, Takes? Did you, did you hear that? My thing is I'm did, just did not going to Did bat. you hear that? I heard it, but I just won't bet unders. I mean, I understand the purpose of it, that they're yeah. out there. It's like Santa Claus. You know, I, I know it's there, but I don't think it's real. <laughs> that made any sense. It, it doesn't. It's listening. Listen, Santa's no. not real. Unders you, hit all the time. Unders aren't real either. <laughs> all right, here, I'll give you two overs then. Okay. All right. Uh, Cincinnati UCF. The UCF defense is a nightmare. Uh, Cincinnati – Pretty darn good defense, but I don't know. It's at the bounce house. I know no one's there. It won't be literally bouncing, but I like the over. I, I just I think UCF is going to put up some points, and Cincinnati is going to be able to really move the ball uh, at will because the UCF defense is just a giant sieve. So over 63-and-a-half there. Although, gosh, 80% of the people are on that. I feel terrible about that. Maybe I'll stick. Uh, I'm going to go over. I'm stick with, sticking with over. I love uh, it. I think it, it's hard. It's hard to pick again. Like I know I'm going with that game. I'm not picking the totals for that game. Um, but I mean, I do feel good about the over in there. Um, both teams can really put up points. I mean, it's not going to be a defensive struggle. I know Sean just shed a tear, uh, kind of hearing that. But um, yeah, we'll see what the waffling flake can do. He might try to run it up and get himself in the playoff. 
I, uh, I think they might lose to UCF plus six seems like a good pick. If you're going to be on either side of that one. Uh, what I is that? that? Is that three or four that I've done? Three. Three. Oh, sweet. Um, I should have, should have written these down, but I didn't. Um, let's go another over. Liberty, NC State. Yes, NC State and Liberty, two teams that cannot stop anyone and two teams that can move the ball. 68 is a pretty large number, and I'm sure it'll end up like 13 to 10 because that's just how betting on college football works. But, um, yeah, Hugh Freeze really trying to get another job right now. Could use a nice, what is it, 7-0, and so 8-0 and start with a win, another win over an ACC team after knocking off Virginia Tech. Yeah, um, I got a lot of points in Liberty NC State, so I'm going over 68 there. Yeah, I, I, I'm on that one too as well because Liberty's looking to go, what, 3-0, and 4-0 this season against the ACC mm-hmm. if they knock off NC State. Um, what was I don't this, know. I'm sorry. What was the spread about? The, the, the total is 68 for NC oh. State um, Liberty. We're going half. over? We're going over. Ooh. We're, we're going yeah. like are, – Are you ballsy enough to take Liberty too? I am. No. So, Hugh Freeze is not afraid to win the big game. <laughs> Hugh Freeze is not afraid to use school-issued cell phones to call prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. He's resourceful. <laughs> Uh, that man has 19 cell phones. Okay, so that's four? <laughs> yep. Okay. So I got one more and then my lock, right? Yes, sir. Okay. My one more is Ohio State minus whatever the number is, whenever you can get it. Doesn't matter. Take it. Uh, 20 Indiana, and a half. It's 20 and a half 20, right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm laying that. If it's 27, I'm laying that. <laughs> Look, this just – anytime I see a line like this, I, I, my ears perk up and I immediately think back to 2017 when number whatever, seven or 12 Michigan state goes into the Columbus to face top three or four Ohio state, the point spread 17 and a half. Everyone and their mother takes the candy and they're like, Michigan state's going to keep it close. They beat them two years ago. They beat them in 2013. There was really, it was a close game in 2014. Michigan state's a good program. They're going to win 10 games. And that thing was what was it, forty-five to three, forty-two to seven? Like it was. Yeah, just, we try to we try to forget about that. Yeah, that was <laughs> like that was, that was <laughs> a bloodbath. Um, I know Indiana just beat Michigan State comfortably. Did, did they look good? Did you guys honestly? We all watched the game. Did you think Indiana looked like a top ten football team? No, uh, they would have put the, up fifty. Yeah. In the first half, they looked good. In the second half, not so much. Yeah, I mean they, yeah. they they're resourceful, as someone said about Hugh Freeze. Uh, they do a really good job of like creating turnovers with their, their havoc on defense. And that's great and fantastic when Rocky Lombardi or Peyton Thorne's quarterback, when it's Justin Fields thrown to Chris Olave and whoever the hell else, Wilson, like it's a different game. So yeah, I, I know I love the Hoosiers, big fan of them and, and genuinely happy for Indiana fans that they can finally win games against teams with brand names. Like great. That's going to stop this weekend, and it's going to be incredibly painful at, like, 49 to 3, 49 to 13. Like, well, some can I pick your brain number. for a second? Sure. Do you think maybe at all the fact that they didn't look like a top-10 team comes from the fact that they were up by such a substantial margin against us that they let off the gas? 
not in like a total Detroit Lions like fashion <laughs> yeah. where they where they blew their lead, but they let their foot off the gas to the point where they just didn't finish strong and they tried to stay healthy for Ohio State. It could have been a thing because like you probably line up and they start the game and you're like, okay, this Michigan State team's not that good, but they're a little live, right? We saw it against U of M. They can throw the ball. We've got to be on our toes. And then like six series in, you're like, this team blows. We are good. Let's get <laughs> out of here. So it could have been that, like just sort of like idling. Um, but even like early in the game, you know, Penix had that terrible interception and he's been wild all year and they can't really block anybody in the run game. Uh, and we like to think of them like, hey, they're pretty high-flying, right? They throw it all over the yard. Freifogel, like, Freifogel's good, but, like, I don't know. A lot of what he did was Michigan State mistakes and coverage uh, issues. Shakur Brown, terrible angle, terrible tacking, tackling on his two touchdowns. Like, they're, they're good. Indiana's solid. They're, like, I don't know, 21st in the country if you're going to rank all the teams one through whatever. Like, they're a solid team, and they're good, but they're playing the best. Like the best of the best yeah. and the best of the best hasn't played in two weeks and wants to make a statement and let you know, Hey, this nice little top 10 team that's going to come in here. We are going to absolutely work them. And it's like, I don't worry about the urban Meyer letdown game that always happens with them. Like until I start seeing it under Ryan day, I'm not, you know, there's always the one game under urban Meyer, regardless of where he is. Haven't really seen that with Ryan day. Like they've been pretty damn smooth uh, and they just bludgeon teams. So I think they're going to absolutely, yeah, Penix has been really good, but if you look back at their four wins, I mean, all four teams they've beat haven't turned out to be anything even close to scream about. Between Rutgers, Penn mm-hmm. State, Michigan, and Michigan State, they're all really disappointing. Like, here's a, I got a stat shit. for you. I got a stat for you. Oh, I love stats. Yeah. Okay, so Indiana's four wins are over three teams with a combined three and thirteen record. Two of those wins are against each other. The one non-win is Michigan's win over Minnesota. Everything else is either they beat each other or they lost. So not a, not a murderous row uh, of opponents for Indiana. So, yeah, they're, they're good for them. They're still unproven. Need to sort of, I don't know, see them play a good football game. Like Penn State outgained them by 280 yards. I don't know how we're going to follow up real analysis once Will is done. I don't think any of us yeah. can. Look, <laughs> real analysis, it doesn't matter. Let me show you how it's done here. Wait, Will's, right. got, Will's got his lock lock. I got what's, my lock. What's your lock? Okay. Bear with me on this, okay? My lock is Stanford minus two at Washington State. And the only reason is I've watched Stanford this season, not, not their full games, but a decent amount. They are absolutely terrible. And there's no reason on guys green earth they should be favored against anybody. Yet they are, so that means I'm taking them. Vegas knows something. Is what Vegas knows. Yep. When I see something like that, it's like, really? Why the hell is Stanford favored? I guess I'm going to take it. So I'm taking Stanford. That's my lock because that is the stinkiest line of the entire week. Love it. Yeah, I mean, I, I really yeah. like your picks. I think I really love your Ohio State pick. Um, like, I, I think I mentioned on here before, like, whatever the line is, I'm taking them. I mean, what they're going to do to Indiana is going to be, it's not going to be very, very, yeah, it's not going to be family friendly. I mean, they're going to try to just blow them up. Mm -hmm. Indiana thinks they might be the new kid on the block, but Ohio State, they're not ready to go anywhere. No. 
Yeah, it's a bunch of recruiting classes in like the 30s and 40s going against number one, number one, number two. Like, there's pros on one team. What has that ever lost, though? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, one team has pros. Now I'm on Indiana after that comment. Recruiting classes? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, Ohio State's really good. Breaking news. There's my real, like, analysis. My hard-hitting, I've studied the film, fellas. I've won. Yeah, we can tell. Ohio State, they're good. They're, they're a good football team. Yeah, and they got another five-star recruit today. So Yeah, just the number one player in the 2022 class. Not a big deal. Yeah, it's nice to see hair. struggling programs Fantastic. rebuild. He's everything Quinn. we wish Rocky Lombardi was. Hair and everything. <laughs> it's like the same. Who's got better hair, Rocky or uh, Quinn? Quinn. 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 Yeah. You got yeah, the ball. Sure. Yeah, the guy who's going to win the three Heisman's, Quinn Ewers. Don't cut Rocky out yet. He's still got some time. Dark horse candidate. I still believe. Well, Sean, you still like him after he decommitted from your second school? Yeah, that's fine. Do you got to do what's best for number one, man? Ohio State's a much better situation than Texas these days. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's that's really unselfish of you, Sean. I'm not kidding. Anyone else in this podcast right now would be calling for his head. Like I'm not even. <laughs> Sean took a really good approach to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. If State ever loses a five-star quarterback, I won't be as reserved. Well, actually, no, I'd be happy that we were in the running. Actually, that's why they're on my number two team. We didn't tweet him enough. <laughs> I mean, we've seen what happens when the basketball team loses a, a five-star. Or, I mean, yeah, even when our, oh. some of our insiders on MSU Twitter, they cost us four, high four-star recruits. No, no, I'm going to hey, hey, that's the cost of selling shoes, you know. Yeah, hey, what are your picks for the week? My, okay. <laughs> All Real right. quick, so, my baby's crying. I got to go. Sorry, Takes, to interrupt hey, you. It's fair. been a pleasure, guys. I got to record with Sheehan in like 10 minutes, and now my baby's crying in the room above me. So it's just going to be a disaster over here in my house. Love it. So <laughs> thanks for having me. Appreciate it well. Go sponge. The, the See che- you guys. The check's in the mail. Check's in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. So, <sighs> Will fail to – Good luck. Good luck here, Takes. Good luck yeah. following <laughs> that up. Well, the yeah. one thing is, uh, Will didn't talk about any NFL. And I love the board for the NFL. This – this week, not so much college. I do have one college game, and uh, it's Appalachian State, Coastal Carolina, the over 48. Um, both pretty good offenses. Um, I expect to see a lot of points. One likes to run the ball, one likes to pass. And 48, anytime I see like below 50, I'm like, I better jump on it because points are always, uh, pre- uh, points are going to happen in these games. Um, moving to Sunday. Um, I'm really confident with Kansas City minus eight versus Las Vegas. Uh, bounce back spot for them. Uh, Vegas beat them. I think that's their only loss at uh, Kansas City. Someone fact check me, but I think that's their only loss. Uh, Pat Mahomes in a revenge game. They had a bye last week, so they had an extra time to prepare. And I, the Raiders continuously have players on COVID. I just love Kansas City in this spot. Um, Drew Brees is out. 
I think. And Jameis Winston is going to start. They're saying maybe it's Taysom Hill. I actually love the the over 52 points in the Falcons-Saints game. Um, that's probably going to change if Kamara can't play. Uh, sorry, Couch. Well, he hasn't practiced in a couple days. But still, 52 is really low, and the Falcons are going to get back Calvin Ridley. So I do like the over in that game of 52. One game I really like is the Browns versus Eagles. The Eagles looked like trash versus the Giants last week. Uh, the Browns, they have one of the best rushing attacks in the NFL, and the Eagles have one of the worst rushing defenses in the NFL. So I like Cleveland there just pounding the ball with Chubb and Hunt, and I like Cleveland winning that game easy, easily. Um, ben, sorry, Sponge, I like Carolina. Minus three versus Detroit. Uh, hey, Teddy Bridgewater, he has plenty of weapons. Didn't you um, do the same thing last week? What? Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't bet against the Lions last okay. week. Okay. Okay. But they would have pushed. So, uh, no, I like Carolina. Um, I really like what – they have a lot of offensive weapons, even if McCaffrey's out. Um, and Swift – had a concussion or something today, so he might not even play. Um, and I don't want to see the corpse of Adrian Peterson run around anymore. So I like them. And then that here. So my lock of the week, and I think this might be a pretty common pick, is uh, Minnesota minus seven versus Dallas. Uh, starting with Dallas, their offensive line stinks. Their defense stinks. Andy Dalton, when he was the starter, went 9 of 19 and then got concussed. And his offensive line didn't even protect him. So no one believes in him anyways. And Minnesota loves to run the ball. Kirk Cousins looked good against the Bears. I like Minnesota in a smash spot there. Probably a blowout. I completely agree <clears throat> with your last pick. Um, the one I'm going to talk about, though, is the Eagles-Browns game. Something is just something is off in Philadelphia. I mean, that team is like, I mean, that whole division just, it's a disaster, but what's going on in Philadelphia is actually like incredibly surprising because I mean, three years ago, Carson Wentz was, he's going to win an MVP award until he got hurt. So to kind of see how far he's fallen off. And obviously that, that team has a strong distrust in him based on all the rumblings of how they wanted to keep Nick Foles over him. So, um, Kind of a team like that, if they face any adversity, it's just going to completely fall apart. And I think Cleveland, they're, they're clicking on all, all gears right now. Um, I think potentially not having OBJ there to be a distraction is helping them. Um, and obviously having uh, Nick Chubb back, I mean, potentially he's top three running back in the NFL. So, And then you look at uh, Minnesota, and you got Dalvin Cook, who's also probably in that top three. Um, so, I, I mean, I really like your slate, and I think Jameis could eat a W this week. I'm not sleeping on Jameis. Yeah, I, I want to know how much time Taysom Hill gets in at quarterback, too. Too much. Yeah. That's the answer. I don't mean to uh, to uh, to poop on your on your mood takes, but Teddy Bridgewater is not going to play this week. Not playing. He's not playing? No. He no, that's unlikely to play. He's unlikely to play as of, like, three hours ago. So oh, I would pick awesome. the Lions in this one. To so be let honest, me let me change it to the Patriots minus two versus the Texans. I love the backtrack. I love <laughs> the breaking news. We have to adapt. Uh, Don, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, so unlike Don Brown. 
You're not, I'm like, you're I'm like not Don Sean Brown just refreshing this stuff every hour <laughs> on the hour. The spreadsheet. <laughs> Let me backtrack. The Patriots, they look great against the Ravens, <laughs> and they're going to run the ball. The Texans are bad. Patriots minus two. Takes, I have one question for you. Talk to me. Who's Appalachian State's backup quarterback? Doesn't matter. Points are on the board. Because <laughs> Zach Thomas ain't play- he's he's not playing yeah. as of right now. Neither is the running back. So much, there was so much confidence in that statement. Doesn't matter. I would have been. <laughs> I would have said. I think, think Coastal Carolina is going to win, but I think there's going to be enough point. Like forty-eight is nothing. No. But Co- Coastal runs a ball control offense, so if they get right. the ball, they're going to keep it. They're and if Appalachian State's. If they've got a back, if App's got a backup quarterback in, is App, is Coastal going to win by forty eight? They're going to score points. All right, I think Coastal All Carolina right. can still win. Probably not many. Coastal Carolina, if they put up thirty, forty eight is really not that high of a bar to set, regardless. Yeah, yeah. the Vikings yeah, but, and Bears yeah. game went over that. Yeah, but if you're missing sure. your quarterback and your running back from one team, it's going to be kind of hard. Yeah. I I we'll, will respectfully we'll this conversation. I will respectfully disagree. Take, take we the under, Sean. Take the under, Sean. Oh, I already did. All right. <laughs> 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 hey, oh. You don't do your research like the day of, and you do it like the day before, and you don't get those updates. Uh, Make note of I, that. I got them updates. <laughs> well, okay. someone tell that. Well, takes. I think you're gonna go like two and four this week. You kind of had a rough week. You're, this is your your first half of the season kind of team or ownership. So we'll see what happens here. Sponge. Hi. See what you um, got. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I made these picks while I was failing to get a PS5. So basically, any hour of the day you could have picked, and I was making these picks. So uh, we'll start. We're going to start with um, college. I'm taking Iowa minus two and a half versus Penn State because for the same reasoning as the last two pods, fuck James Franklin. Um, The guy keeps proving me right that he can't coach against anyone. We make fun of guys like Jim Harbaugh for not being able to win big games, but James Franklin has not been able to win games. It's been that bad. Um, As we talked with Will earlier, I mean – Indiana beating them felt like a big deal, but now it just kind of like lessened the appeal to Indiana further on as they've beaten people. I don't see Penn State keeping it all that close against Iowa, especially when they're starting to hit their stride. Um, Next game is actually I took – so Indiana plus 20.5 versus Ohio State. Um, Following up me just somewhat slandering Indiana earlier, um, I made this pick earlier today. Um, just because I like both offenses. Um, but Michael Penix Jr. hasn't given me a reason to doubt him yet. And I seem to do this thing where when I doubt a young quarterback um, or like a Josh Allen, uh, they seem to prove me wrong. And I'm, I'm believing in Michael Penix to keep this within 21 points. Um, on top of that, I have taken the over of 66 and a half. Speaking of the offenses, these two teams are just – launching the ball they are moving downfield with ease no matter who they're playing against I know Indiana stalled out against MSU in the second half but 
like I said earlier, I'm pretty sure that's a result of just letting the foot off the gas and trying to keep guys like Penix healthy to go up against a juggernaut like Ohio State and have your best chance possible. Um, obviously, on the other side of the ball, you have Justin Fields. 66 and a half is going to be easily attainable. They're going to hit the over. I'm sorry, Sean, for taking an over in front of you like that. I'm sure you agree. This, if, if there was ever an over to take, it's these two offenses going up against each other. Um, Highly agree. Highly agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next to the NFL, I have the Lions plus one and a half versus Carolina with the news because I pay attention takes that Teddy Bridgewater and Christian McCaffrey aren't playing. Um, I think Jelani Tavai is going to have a field day. Uh, <laughs> He's going to run. I only say it because I know Brett is going to make a face like right away. Jelani's <laughs> still trying to tackle the guys from last week. Dude, have you seen his stats? He has 11 tackles on the year. He's out that's there. I would, I would say he's out there getting doing cardio. But he's, he, Dude, if you think about it, that's like – that's over one every week. How many do you get per week? Come on, Brad. About the Talk same as him. Talk to me, me out there. Would, you put me out there giving me all the, the snaps he's getting, all the reps. I would have 11 tackles just by falling into a guy. And I'm going to go on the record to say this now. Record this. Save the receipts. It does not matter if Matthew Stafford plays or not. The Lions are winning this game. The Lions are winning this game. You realize who their backup quarterback is, right? Yeah. Doesn't matter. In the wise words of my friend takes, doesn't matter. (laughs) The Lions are winning. Doesn't matter. No, it was announced that Stafford's out. He's going to uh, a Michigan militia march at the Capitol with his wife on Sunday. Oh, my God. I knew that was coming. I knew that was like the game. I'm tired of the dictatorship. That's on Saturday. It's going to the White House on Sunday. <laughs> no, really, though. Is there an update? Is Stafford playing? He's going to play. He always plays. Okay, okay. I, do, I couldn't tell if Jordan was serious in that sense. He's going to throw the ball no. with his left hand if he does He's going to play. The guy's proven that even when he's injured, even on his throwing hand or arm, he's fine. He will sling it. He's played with a glove on his hand and still been able to sling the ball. The Lions are going to win this game. And with the spread being so close, it's easy money to take the underdog. Um, next, Swift? Swift is actually under concussion protocol, right? Right. Yeah. Our, our again, favorite player. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The Lions does Hello. not matter. Got Paul. <laughs> I'm gonna doesn't yeah. The line. I mean, Jelani Tavai is gonna take one back for six at least, and then gonna strip <laughs> that. So. <laughs> Um, my next game, this is one that takes actually, actually took all the words out of my mouth once he, you know, backtracked on the Lions game. New England minus two versus Houston. <laughs> New England. Um, I don't think Baltimore is at all as advertised, but New England actually showed me that I was wrong last week when I said they're not hitting their stride. Um, I was scared when they played the Jets and it was close. But then they went and they did what they did against the Ravens. And I have no reason to doubt Bill Belichick. He's never given me a reason to doubt him before. Anytime I have, he's come back from down 25 in a Super Bowl. So I think New England minus two versus Houston. If I'm the Houston players seeing what DeAndre Hopkins did last week, I don't think I show up. I don't think I show up. Just in solidarity with him, I'm not there. So New England should win this game whether Houston shows up or not. Um, minus two for New England. In my burnt bacon lock of the week, um, this one goes out to my main man, Tutter. 
Um, Pittsburgh minus 10 versus Jacksonville. That's got to be – I'll go on the record to say that that's going to be the biggest NFL blowout this week. That'll be the furthest apart game. Um, looking at the slate of games, Pittsburgh is – I, my my guess is they're going to go 14-2. and two. They have a couple of games in there like Baltimore um, that I think some divisional games that could go poorly, just like a toss-up or even trap games. But I do think they're the best team in the NFL right now. Um, they haven't given me a reason not to believe they aren't. Um, Chase Claypool is amazing. Just keeps moving the ball downfield. Um, Pittsburgh minus 10. Jacksonville lost to Detroit. Jack- <laughs> Jacksonville lost to Detroit and – here we are, Pittsburgh minus 10. Tell me what you think. I like your um, picks. You say that all the time, Brett. And then you yeah. tell me going to No, no, four. but you know what? <laughs> Two weeks in a row, listen to me, Takes. Listen, listen, listen. Two weeks in a row, Brett said, Sponge, I like your picks. I went four and two. I went five and one. I was recently accused of making the easy picks by a guy named Couchburner on Twitter.com. He accused me of taking easy picks and saying that my picks shouldn't even count. So I went in and I took the count. Stop the count. Stop the count. Stop the count. I took Indiana plus 20 and a half. I felt like that was a gutsy pick. I mean, listen to Will's analysis. He almost made me make the change in DM Tutter during the podcast. He almost changed my mind right there. And then um, the um, Lions game, I mean, they're an underdog. So I'm not taking – you can't call me out on easy yeah, picks. No. I, listen to this. No, if if I go, you were a real man, you would take the money line Indiana, though. The money line Indiana? <laughs> yeah. You won't. A real man? That Does it take being an absolute fucking idiot to be a real man? Artiste took the Indiana money line. I'll say it out loud, but I'm not putting my money on it at all. <laughs> I have mouths to feed takes. It'd be a nice payout, though. You could buy, like, four PS5s. Yeah, <laughs> except I can't get any to check out. I, have to, I can buy one. It's checking one out. That's the problem. No, I, I think but, the picks are a lot more aggressive. Um, you didn't make the safest pick, which was the fact that no one's going to watch Sunday's Lions game. That's I literally, I game. exist. I exist. I will be watch. I'll probably watch at least three or four offensive snaps just to giggle. It'll be you run, run, pass to three and out. I will I tune know, in just for the replay. How about this? I will tune in for the replay of a Jelani to buy pick six, and then they'll get a viewer. <laughs> Once it, how about this? Brett, it happens, you buy me a PS5. If it happens this weekend, you buy me a PS5. Jelani to buy pick six from at least 50 plus. Okay, and if it doesn't, when it doesn't happen, what do I get? Nothing. The satisfaction of Jelani to buy being exactly as you advertise? No, so I want the video, the kicking video. I want the kicking video with my face kicking Jelani. Can it be your actual face or do you want your Abby? We go, just do my actual, but don't put it on Twitter. Just send it to me. I don't okay. count getting uh, Zandia. <laughs> I wanted to see Christian McCaffrey go one-on-one with Tavai. That would have just, oh. I know. I would. Been, like, I would have been excited for McCaffrey to have a career-ending day. I mean, how do you bounce back from something like that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, thank you. Next. All right. No more to I'm, buy. I'm going next. I do have a quick uh, Twitter DM from Will. Shauna. He says that he wants to say that we should, from now on, call where Sponge records the Spongin. <laughs> <laughs> 
Am I being? So I, when it's not, I love that. When it's not Spencer Dial DMing people about me, it's Will Hunter. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So I want to start out with. I'm actually going to go against my favorite team. I'm taking Jacksonville plus 10 um, against the Steelers. Um, going against Sponge here. And I've got, I've got some numbers to go against this. Mike Tomlin as a double-digit or even close to double-digit favorite on the road against the spread is 1-10. Um, he does not cover on the road as a double-digit favorite, even looking back at the Dallas game this year. And then on the road, um, against teams under 500, Mike Tomlin is 15-29-1 against the spread. So not great numbers against the spread. So I'm going to go with Jacksonville. Next up, I'm taking Philadelphia with the three points against Cleveland. Going back to some numbers here, Cleveland likes to run the ball a lot. Uh, Philadelphia's run defense is giving up 3.37 yards a carry to running backs. That's second best in the NFL. So yards. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm looking at the numbers right here. They're in 27th. They're in 27th against the run. I um, might want to recheck those. No. Um, <laughs> I'm taking Philadelphia. <laughs> I think I think Carson. I think Carson Wentz uh, figures it out this week. I just do. Um, I don't. I hate Baker Mayfield. Philadelphia is going to get pressure out of 39 quarterbacks that qualify in the NFL. Um, Baker Mayfield is 38th out of 39 for passer rating under pressure, and Philadelphia is going to get pressure. So I, I, like, I like Philadelphia in this game. Next up for me, I'm taking Oregon minus 13 and a half against UCLA. Um, UCLA blows. I don't care if they won last week. Chip Kelly going back to Oregon. I'm taking Oregon. I don't even care what the point spread is. Um, next up, I'm taking Mississippi State plus the 25 against Georgia. And I, this is mostly a conspiracy play for me. Because if Kirby Smart throws out JT Daniels and they beat Mississippi State by more than 25, what is, what is Kirby going to say in his postgame about not playing JT Daniels like the past four weeks and playing a bunch of close games? So I'm playing a conspiracy angle on that one. Um, next one for me is Kansas State plus the 11. My Wildcats against Iowa State. It's a gut play just for me. Don't care. I'm just on it. And my lock of the week is the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game. For the total, I am going to take – you ready, Takes? You ready? Yeah. I am taking the over 59. Ooh. Over 59 is my lock of the week, Oklahoma-Oklahoma State. I've got some numbers on this one. Last 12 years for this game – the totals have averaged 74.8 points. So 59, that's, that's less than 74.8. I'm taking the over. Over in that game. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. What you got? I think you're crazy for taking Jacksonville. Yeah, I probably, How are you I probably there? am. Probably am. To all – to all eight listeners at home, he sat there through my pick of Pittsburgh, nodding in agreement, saying, yeah, Brendan, yeah, 
okay, Sponge, I agree. Pittsburgh's my team. Yeah, I get it. And now he's going to sit here and pull the 180 and take Jacksonville. You threw out numbers, and it went through one ear and out the other for me. I don't know. Do you – okay, you said there's no chance Jacksonville wins. Oh, of course. There's no chance they win. Okay. Do you think it's going to be within 10, though? Yes. I guess that's fair enough. I mean, I called it the biggest blowout in the NFL this week. My I reasoning think the for it, going up the Jets will be the biggest blowout. My reasoning for it so. being close. My reasoning for it being close is because Pittsburgh has to turn around and play Baltimore on Thanksgiving four days later. I think they go down to Jacksonville, try to just win the game. Doesn't matter how it looks, get back to Pittsburgh and get ready for Baltimore. Honestly. Take- Takes going back to what you said, I don't agree with that, honestly. You think the Jets are going to make it close? I don't know if they'll make it close, but the Chargers have this thing about them where they like to play down to their opponents no matter who and how bad. I mean, the Lions do the self-inflicting shot in the the foot, but I I know it's a new bat, but for it to be the biggest blow to the – I mean, Pittsburgh is on cruise control. And they're not even coming close to hitting the brakes. I, I just don't know. Herbert is very good. The Jags, think, look, the Jags look good against the Packers last week. They have a pulse. The Jets are like the Packers always have. The Packers always have one close near letdown game. Always. We'll we'll see this weekend. I just can't believe, I just can't get over Sean saying that the Eagles have a good rush defense. They that do. Me. What no, what numbers are you looking at, Chief? NFL.com, yards per rush, 4.4. 14 touchdowns they've given up, which is tied for third in the NFL. They give up 10 rushes over 20 yards, which is first in the NFL. Well, I, know I, guess we'll, I guess we'll figure out that together. Then. Yards over 40. Three, I know it's different, John. I know it's different for a QB to run, but Daniel Jones did run four times for 92 yards against that defense himself. Well, that's that's the number I had was running back rushes, not quarterback okay, rushes. Okay, okay. I was going to say, I mean, Gallman went 10 for 34 yards, and Lewis went 3 for 23, and outside of that, it was nothing. Well, so, that's, no, then not, again, that's against the Lions team – or a Giants team, San Saquon. They're not – I'm not impressed. I'm but, not yeah, either. I'm just – I'm rolling with it. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Who gives a shit? You're just Eagles anti Cleveland. <laughs> You're just anti okay. Cleveland. Yeah, a hundred percent. Cleveland. This is for, this you. Is for you. Okay, so curious on, about it. On that note, we're gonna take it over to my picks, Couch Burners. So um, the first one of the week for me is gonna be Northwestern plus seven versus Wisconsin. Um, I like Northwestern in this one just because they have a good defense and Peyton Ramsey's a senior quarterback with some experience. Um, Northwestern has won the last three of or the last three home games versus Wisconsin. Um, and then they're three and six overall in the past six games versus them. I just think Wisconsin, um, they look way better than they do actually because they played a, a bad Michigan team. And I'm just now going to admit that my fandom this year was a mistake for Michigan. I don't think a they're very good. Mistake with a capital M. Yeah. No, with like a stock turning down M. M. Yeah. Stonks. So I just think that Graham Mertz, um, I don't think they're going to get it done versus Northwestern. And I think Northwestern is going to win by more than a touchdown. So I like that. Um, 
my next pick is going to be OSU minus 20 and a half. Uh, pretty popular one. Um, you know, if you look at who Indiana has played, Penn State, Rutgers, Michigan State, Michigan. I mean, those teams are not good. You know, as Will was saying, they're like, what, 3-13 and 13 this year? Um, you know, and as Sam says, reality is setting in for the Hoosiers, and I think it sets in this weekend. <laughs> um, and, you know, last year they lost by 41, and I think Ohio State just keeps rolling, and they break some hearts in, uh, in, in, in Indiana this week. Um, my third pick is going to be Florida State plus 35 versus Clemson. Um, you know, I think the first game back for Trevor Lawrence, he might be a little rusty. Um, might take a couple drives to get that Clemson offense rolling. Uh, Florida State, you know, they're not good this year, but they are 2-1 and one in their last three home games. And, you know, they, they were dogs last week against North Carolina, and they pulled off the upset. So I think that, you know, they're not going to win against Clemson, but there's no way that um, – the score differential is five touchdowns, especially when they're playing at home. So I like um, I like them covering that one. My fourth pick is going to be Oklahoma State at Oklahoma under 59, despite what Tutter says. Um, and I'm picking this one because you know Oklahoma State they're missing starters on offense. Uh, you know they they both have some pretty good defense defenses, and they turn the ball over a lot. So I just think it's not going to be as high scoring as people think. I don't think it's going to be a typical Big 12 game, and I, I think the, the under is going to hit on that one. My fifth pick is going to be my New Orleans Saints minus four versus the Falcons. Sorry, Carter, but even though Drew Brees is out, it's still still not going to be good for the Falcons this week. Um, you know, they do have Jameis Winston. I think he's a, a more than competent backup quarterback, especially with the Saints offense. You know, uh, Kamara is playing. He said that despite him not practicing this week, he will play. So I expect him and um, Latavius Murray to get the bulk of the, the workload this week. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. And, you know, they still have Michael Thomas. They still have uh, Jared Cook. And those are two very big targets for or Winston to either throw to or, or, um, or Taysom Hill. I think we're going to see a lot more Taysom Hill this week than we normally have. I, I think that um, he's going to be a valuable weapon against the Falcons team. I think that the Saints are too solid of a of a team overall for them to lose to the Falcons. You know, it's a rivalry game, it's a in division game. I think they're going to try to 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 put the the hammer to them and and go and get a win. And then my Burton Bacon lock of the week is going to be Coastal Carolina minus four versus App State. And Coastal Carolina is five one and one versus the spread this season. App State was is without their quarterback and they're running back this season right now. So I just don't think that that game is going to be a viable option for them. Um, and F State's only one and six versus the spread. So I think that Tulsa Carolina is going to roll them. I don't think it's going to be that close, and especially not going to be minus four. So that's going to be my burn bacon lock of the week. Um, what do you guys think about, about my picks? A couple of things. Um, I like your pick with – the Saints, actually, I think they upgraded at the quarterback position recently. Um, they got an arm. Yeah, those air yards should be a little bit higher for the Saints this week. Yeah, so. I like I like Jameis Winston. Um, I think he's undervalued. I think Tampa made the wrong move, especially in the long run. I like him. I liken him. And Brett, if you could just hit me with an all rise. I like Jameis Winston to Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton in the sense that with the 30 for 30, he's either giving you a strikeout or he's giving you a home run. You got to decide if the strikeouts are worth the amount of home runs he's giving you. So 
is the amount of picks and turnovers you get with a Jameis Winston worth it when it comes to how many touchdowns he's going to throw you. No. With a young quarterback, you can fix that. You can fix that. That can be taught. You can teach discipline. You can get him to hold on to a ball. Sean Payton is a good coach. He taught Drew Brees how to throw check down after check down and made him into a supposed goat in some people's, you know, wrongful eyes. I think Jameis Winston is actually going to thrive in this role in New Orleans, and I really hope they keep that ball out of Taysom Hill's hands because that is what's best for them. Um, is it Taysom Hill's a difference maker. Thomas game yet? What's that? I, is Michael Thomas going to play? I mean, he's. I mean, I know he's going to play, but I'm saying as far as like show up because this is your guy, right? Jameis Winston can push the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. He threw 30 touchdowns, 30 picks, but last year, but still, like Michael Thomas, you eventually think he's going to break out of it because he is a top tier yeah, wide receiver. Sure. Yeah, and with your Indiana pick, I'm sensing some resentment about both of your teams this year in a row. I feel like you're a little sour. <laughs> After seeing both teams lose to Indiana, I think you're a little sour, and I feel like you're holding a bit of a grudge, but I feel like that should really open your eyes to this Hoosiers team. No, I, I just think that the Hoosiers are going to get ex- exposed this week. I mean, they haven't played anyone good. I mean I, – I, I, I agree with that. Um, is it getting exposed when you're rolls. playing against the juggernaut that is Ohio State, though? Unless you're in Alabama or Clemson and you lose big to Ohio State. Are you getting exposed? When you're 4-0 in the top 10 team, yes. 4-0 and as an Indiana top 10 team in a pandemic does it, season. Does it might be, this might different. be MSU Alabama bad, Brendan. I don't think – I don't know. I don't know. I want to keep my eyes open. I want to hope, hope for a good, high-scoring Big Ten football game. I don't want – 67 to 20. I don't want yeah, – just as long as it hits the over, I think. I'm going to go yeah. real quick so Brett can finish out. I strongly disagree with the Oklahoma, Oklahoma State under. Um, probably never hear those words come out of my mouth again. Um, so savor them while they last, but I strongly disagree. Fair. I mean, the Big 12 scores a bunch of points, but I just don't think it's going to be that high scoring this week. Yeah. So, so we'll move on to my picks. Um, I'm going with my Oregon Ducks. They're favored by 17 against UCLA. Um, UCLA just lost to Colorado. Um, so, it's, I mean, that's just the epitome of brutal. So, I really like Oregon in the game. They look like a potentially playoff-type team. Um, my next pick, BYU versus Northern uh, – or North Alabama. The over in that game is 58-and-a-half, but the spread is BYU minus 48. So – it's kind of just pointing towards it's going to be like, I don't know. I feel really good about the over in that game. BYU, that is just I, – I love watching that team. Like, so thankful that Michigan State did not have to play them this year. <laughs> so, because, I mean, we're talking – that would have been bad. Um, the next game, um, I forgot who had it. Um, somebody, I think it might have been Couchburner, went with Northwestern against Wisconsin. But I actually like Wisconsin minus seven and a half. This team is absolutely rolling right now. Northwestern, uh, really a bounce back year from what they did last year. But it just seems like with Graham Mertz that uh, Wisconsin has a quarterback that they haven't had in nearly a decade since Russell Wilson was there. So it's fun seeing them be able to air the ball out. And I think they just have more talent, and talent usually wins out in college football, Um, which is kind of moving to my next pick. 
I really like Cincinnati minus six against uh, UCF. Uh, these are two of my least favorite programs in college football. I really don't like UCF and how they claim national championships. Um, they claim national championships like Donald Trump claimed states he didn't win. And then with the waffling flake, he's really out to just kind of – he's on a mission this year. I think he's really looking to, to make that next jump in his career. And um, I think Cincinnati is going to potentially win this game by double digits. So six points seems like a steal. So I'm pretty sure UCF is going to win this game now. And then moving to the NFL slate, give me two a minus three and a half against Denver. Denver is just not a good football team. This Miami Dolphins team is so nice. That future is so bright, and Tua is just a winner. So give me some Tua. And then for my lock of the week, it's Kansas City minus eight against the Raiders. I know I don't know if they're still in uh, quarantine or away from the facility, but I know most of the Raiders' defense was away from the facility this week. So, And Kansas City's looking for – a little uh, Chase Winovich revenge tour against the Raiders for beating them a few weeks ago. So I think Kansas City is going to win this game pretty handedly. And whatever the over is, I think that's going to hit as well. So those are my picks for the week. Um, I'm feeling really confident. I almost wanted to go with – I wanted to pick the Panthers this week just because Sponge did something during this pod I did not appreciate. So I wanted to kind of irritate him. But (laughs) – the Panthers don't have an active roster, so. No, I I really like um, your Wisconsin pick. I agree, and I think it's funny if you go back and think about what you said last week. Your reasoning for them beating Michigan was that they're going to come out hungry because they haven't played at all. You thought they were going to be ready and rolling, which I actually kind of disagreed with because I thought they'd come out with some rust. But they got some pretty good field position throughout the game that helped them out and they were they moved they they looked like they'd been playing all season with everyone else it didn't yeah. look like they missed a single beat i know it was against you know michigan and their secondary and all of that but still to come out for your first game of the year and put up a performance like that against any big 10 program like at this rate that's just an impressive win yeah, yeah. i mean you don't i i didn't expect co mid to kind of uh have any give them any type of setback so um, yeah i I really love this wisconsin team i mean i like the miami pick the most i I do too i like them i love this love just just because put on for his city drew locks out is he drew locks out did they rule him out or because last time i saw he practiced a little bit today yeah that's Uh, what i saw I saw earlier today that he was doubtful. He practiced today, but was doubtful. Yeah, but they haven't ruled him out. I don't think he's going to play, and my and that line's going to shoot up because Miami's really good. And so getting at a three and a half score, Brett. I really do like your picks. I appreciate you not picking against the Lions. You know, as retaliation over what I did. Um, the one thing about your Wisconsin pick too that. Couchburner mentioned that I disagreed with earlier was he mentioned three straight for Northwestern in a certain building. I don't believe in those kinds of stats and records. Um, I think that's purely coincidental. Um, Superstition might set in, I guess, but I don't see how playing in a certain building with empty seats and stuff like that. It's different. It's different. Um, Wisconsin's very good. Northwestern to me is suspect. 
I feel like it's a really easy pick to just take Wisconsin. And maybe that's just Couch Burner, you know, being the gutsy guy. He says, I'm not with these picks. <laughs> Couch will say, like, whatever, and Sponge will be like, no, he's wrong. <laughs> I mean, North, Northwestern beat Maryland 43-3. to How can you say they're just a good team? And then they beat Iowa 21-20. to That's a good win. I mean, they're better than you guys think. You do realize you beat, they beat these teams, though, before they really started to click. Again, it's a pandemic season. A lot changed. I mean, MSU lost to Rutgers and then beat Michigan. Michigan Anything can happen. In, what? Michigan. Well, that's, not, that's not like what the article I read, though. <laughs> no, no, it's hey. not. Hey, yeah, but the article was, quote, unquote, before teams got in their stride, right? I didn't say that. Is that sad? All right. Yeah, that's what's fun. All right. All right. Oh. <laughs> that's a great, great turnaround. That's a great turnaround. So that's fair. <laughs> so those are our picks for the week. Um, I mean, I'm feeling very confident. I, it's not, I mean, getting all this love from you guys and saying how much you love my picks is, I mean, that's really giving me a confidence boost. So I'm going to go throw some money on my picks. And yeah, I'm, I mean, I feel good. Do you, do you have a prediction for your. <laughs> Do you have a prediction for your for your picks this week, Brett? Yeah, six and zero. <laughs> I'm not guaranteeing it, yeah, but that's yeah. how. That, I mean, come on, I gotta feel. I'm I'm gonna be confident in my picks. Yeah, I, I will he do better. Totally, than takes. he just guaranteed zero and six. <laughs> I will do better than takes this week. That's a guarantee. What? Yeah, yeah. Come on. We'll find out. I guess we'll find out. All right, well, boys, this is an absolute phenomenal night. Um, appreciate you coming on. And with that said, go green, go, go white, sponge. go sponge, go, sponge. go lats, no, less, 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 less.